0: The people who learned how to win in Vegas. Hello, English learners. This is a podcast for intermediate to advanced English learners. You can access the transcript and other resources for this episode by going to pensareinenglaise.thinkific.com. The link will be below. This PDF lesson on today's podcast is appropriate for English teachers, as well as people who want to improve on their own and don't have a teacher. In today's episode, I'm going to tell you about a really interesting movie about these people who learned some tricks to win a lot of money at casinos. We're also going to discuss words where after you use the gerund or infinitive in English and give you some practice and a nice list of these words. It's been a while since I've posted and my plan is to start posting weekly again to this podcast. I'd like to continue having business topics and IELTS tips, but I'd also like to have interesting topics in general. I'm also going to start two new programs, which I'll tell you about later. Okay, let's go. In 2010, I watched this interesting documentary called Holy Rollers. The true story of card counting Christians. The name is a little funny because it can be a play on words or pun for two things. One, holy rollers can refer to Christians who have a very lively type of church service. They are Pentecostal and sometimes they roll on the floor as they are overcome by the Holy Spirit. The people in this film are Christians which is something interesting as usually Christians don't go to casinos. However, I'm not sure that they are Pentecostal or at least the film never shows them and their services rolling around. The other way this is a pun or play on words is that people who go to casinos and spend a lot of money or only play in high stakes games where they can lose a lot of money, are called high rollers. So instead of betting with small amounts of money at the slot machines, for example, they bet or play in a game where the starting bet is maybe 10,000 or maybe more. Of course, I'm making this up as I've never played or bet in a casino before, so I really don't know what's considered high or high stakes. So it it can depend on the, the casino. By the way, high stakes means that there is a high risk that you'll lose a lot of money in a game. This is a documentary, so of course this film is a real story. What happened is that two friends, Colin Jones and Ben Crawford, started a card counting team. Ben Crawford found a book on tips and tricks to win at the casino, They both started winning in casinos and started teaching their friends at church to do the same thing. In one of the chapters of the book, it talks about the technique of card counting. Card counting is when you learn how to calculate which cards will come next by paying attention to the cards before. It is a strategy that can be used in the game Blackjack. It is not illegal to card count, but casinos in Atlantic City and Las Vegas do different things to discourage this practice. For example, in Atlantic City, casinos have shuffling machines that make it harder to count. They also use eight decks of cards at a time, for example. In Las Vegas, casinos operate like private clubs, and if they notice you are counting cards, will ask you to leave. And when I say ask, I mean they will make you leave. The guys on the team had to change their appearance and wear costumes or disguises to go back to the same casinos where they had won before. Colin said in an interview that he had probably been asked to leave around 50 to 150 casinos. During the eight to nine years they had a team, they won over $3 million and their team grew to around 30 in their heyday. However, they were not always successful. They had a $465,000 losing streak at one point, but they never had a losing year. So some years there were very little winnings and some years they won well over a million dollars. On their best winning day, someone on the team won as much as $100,000 in one day at one casino. So I recommend this documentary even if you're not into gambling. It's interesting that people can use skills of logic to determine what cards will be played. They're not the only people to have done this, though. There was a famous team filled with students and ex-students from elite universities in the Boston, Boston, Massachusetts area, such as MIT and Harvard. They started in 1979 and played until the beginning of the 21st century. You can watch the movie called 21 from 2008 based on this team to learn about the story. Here's some vocabulary related to playing cards and gambling that may interest you. Shuffling. This is when someone mixes the cards. Deck. There are 52 cards in a normal deck of cards. Dealer. The person who gives the cards to the player and shuffles. Losing streak. A period of time of losing. Heyday a successful period of time. High stakes, a situation or game where you are at risk of losing a lot. Do you want to improve your speaking? I'm going to start a new membership program for those that want to improve their speaking in English. You need to have a B1 level minimum through advanced. If you can speak in full sentences, then you'd be a good candidate. With this program, we're going to cover various everyday subjects, and you're going to receive a packet of conversation, phrases, grammar, vocabulary, and exercises for speaking that you're going to use with a partner every week. At the end of each month, we'll have a conversation and do group activities through Zoom. If you're interested, please write me through email at pensareninglays.com at gmail.com. I'll have the email in the description. So another thing is I wanted to remind you that I have worksheets, a transcription of this podcast with vocabulary and a lesson format with a story, audio, and more at www.pensareninglays.com www.thankific.com link in the description this lesson for this podcast will be free but to see more lessons you can become a premium member this material is perfect for english teachers or for those wanting to learn on their own so for the grammar topic of today we'll look at which words need a gerund or infinitive after them a lot of my students have trouble with this concept By now, you probably know that after I like, for example, I like, you can have either I like eating or I like to eat. Eating in the sentence is a gerund and it functions as a noun. If you say to eat, you are using the infinitive. So for today's topic, I will tell you the words that need a gerund after them, an infinitive, or you can use both after. So this is all difficult because I know it won't come naturally to you. You'll simply have to memorize which words need a gerund, infinitive, or the base form of the infinitive as well. The, The base form would be the verb without to. And so some things to keep in mind are that usually one, you'll find a gerund after a preposition. For example, she is happy with eating in a restaurant. The preposition would be with, and after with, we use the gerund eating. You could also say, she is happy to eat in a restaurant, but in this case, you wouldn't have a preposition. Number two. Gerunds are used for activities. For example, I quit smoking. The activity is smoking, so I need to use a gerund. So in order that this podcast isn't too long, I've included a longer list of words that take either a gerund or an infinitive with exercises to help you practice and remember. In the resources. The link will be below. Here are five important verbs that always need a gerund enjoy, look forward to, recommend, remember, suggest. Here are five important verbs that always need an infinitive. Agree. Ask. Decide. Hope. Learn. These five important verbs can use either a gerund or an infinitive love, hate, prefer, continue, start, forget. You can use a gerund or an infinitive with these three verbs, but the meaning changes, forget, Remember. Stop. All right, now it's time for a little test. I'll give you two sentences and you have to tell me which sentence is correct or if both are correct. Ready? Let's go. Number one. A. I hate to study math. B. I hate studying math, which is correct. Answer, A and B are both correct. Number two, sentence A, I agreed to stop smoking. Sentence B, I agreed stopping smoking. Which one is correct? Answer A, I agreed to stop smoking. Number three, sentence A, she decided to learn French. Sentence B, she decided learning French. Answer, A, she decided to learn French. Number four, sentence A, We will learn to ski. Sentence B. We will learn skiing. Answer? A. We will learn to ski. Number five. Sentence A. They continued doing their homework. Sentence B, they continued to do their homework. Answer, both are correct. Well, thank you for listening today. Remember that I have a PDF and other resources for this podcast at pensareningles.thankgiving.com. The link is in the description as well. See you next time.